I think about one girl in particular. Your daughter. I think about her too, and how her head would look on a stick. What? Don't say that. Don't wear that shirt again. Get up and walk out. I have to return some videotapes. No! You're all I want! You're all I have! It's our revival from last week. Yeah. I'm taking this raincoat off. It's too loud. Okay. I'm getting naked. I'll keep it in, but like blur it. You know? No, whatever. My house looks good. Okay. We'll keep it in. We'll keep the button. All right, roll the intro. Wow. What's up, guys? Hey. Welcome to the Halloween episode. <laughs> As promised, you can see us. So you yes. can see our costumes. What are you? I'm Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. What are you? I'm Tate Langdon from American Horror Story. If you couldn't tell already by our little um, Intro. scene in the beginning. We decided to be toxic men for Halloween. And funny, funny enough, both of the both of our costume influence shows start with America. We're American yes. toxic men. The best kind. Yeah. Um, the most toxic yeah. kind. But if you see in our wall above, Jordan prepared something special for you I decorated all. the room a little bit. It made it a little spooky. Mm -hmm. um, as you can see, there are pictures of us from past Halloweens. I'm Elvis, Whoop. I'm Elvis here. Um, I was ahead of my time with yeah. that one. And I'm like some witch bat situation. And then you can't see, but there's another frame with our logo on it, but the camera it's doesn't a go that too far. High. So. Yeah. So, it's been a while. We missed... We can't remember if we missed one or two weeks. I think we missed one. I think it was two. We'll check. Um, but, but apologies. We had this yeah. whole plan for October. It simply didn't happen. I had to leave the country. She... Yeah, she committed some crimes. She had to run away for a little bit. Um, but yeah. she got it all figured out. Yeah. So, I'm back. And my weekly updates would be that I was in Mexico. I had a good time. I ate some good food. I ate some crickets. Ooh. I did like a... What was that alcohol called? The... Ma... Something tasting. Um, it was like Dia de los Muertos. There was a whole bunch of stuff. And yeah. And then I've been doing school. And I'm behind. Mojito? No. Mezcal. Mezcal. What about you? Um... While you were in Mexico, oh, I did. Oh, my dog almost just fell down. I did nothing. Drift. Oh wait, no, I did. I went to a frat party. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't been to a frat party since New Year's, and it was a very scary time. Never been to one. Lots of sweat. Floors are sticky. Lots of shirtless men and women in their underwear, and we love that. I love that. We went to the King Princess concert last night. We did. Tell tell about the what happened. So there was this one part of the so I there was this one part where <laughs> they laid down on the ground and then like to the beat of the drums they were like humping the air. Yeah. And I looked over at Jordan and I said that literally made my pussy throb. That's going to make your pussy throb. Yeah. Meow. Oh, and also we got front row. Yeah, we were in the front. Barricade so, like, holding the fence. Yeah, so they literally sang to me at one point. Yeah. They sang to me. And looked over in our direction multiple times. Multiple times, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I like, think I made eye contact with her once, but I couldn't tell because we were also standing so close together. Yeah. So it was either me or you. Yeah, it was one of us. So. She looked at both of us. Yeah, together. We shared that. I looked... Stop, like, flashing yourself. Anyways. <laughs> Alright, so time for media. Oh, media. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say for my media, um, two things. One, I recently watched Pearl. Not- You saw it? Yeah. Oh. 
not up to the hype. No? Like, the trailer is basically the whole movie. Like, there wasn't oh. anything that was, like, surprising or shocking. It was good, but I wasn't, like... <gasps> right. Yeah. Right. I'm a fucking star! A negative right, right, man. If you know where that's from, I'll send you a sticker. If you tell me where that quote, that's a negative right, right, man, I'll send you a sticker. Okay. Um, and then my second media is season six of Bob, uh, not Bob Burgers, Big Mouth. Yeah, that would be my media It was well, great. Would be the new season of Big Mouth. I have, like, two episodes left, um, but it's outstanding, because I didn't love last season. No, but this season was really good. Yeah, something about last season was off. I don't know if they had a writer, got rid of him, brought him back, or what, but it's good. This season's good. I fuck with it. I fucked with I it. I fucks with it. So if you dropped off last season like I did, like I didn't even finish last season, and you're not sure if you want to get the back new in, one. do it. Also, if any of you guys out there watch SNL, the last episode was probably the best one in years. They had Jack Harlow, host and musical guest. Um, lately, SNL's been awful. But last time was good. They did a good job. Tom Hanks was in it. Um, they br- okay. They brought back like a bunch. They did a bunch of old skits. If you know David Pumpkins, they did that and Drunk Uncle. Um, speaking of Halloween, I was Jack Harlow last year, so oh. that's funny. I should. We'll put up a picture for the video yeah. watchers. Mm-hmm. I do have one. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about songs? Oh, let me look. Okay. It's a stormy day in London town. Can't go outside. Can't roll around. No. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen that video? No. I'll show it to you. Hold on. I would say... My song is About You by the 1975. Okay. And then let me play this song. Where'd it go? It's a stormy day in London town. Can't go outside, can't roam around. I mean, I probably could, but I'm a huge baby when it comes to the rain, so. Nap time! Ah! <laughs> yeah. What's your song? Um, I think that my song would probably be. I think my song would probably be. Hurry up. I'm thinking. Look on your Spotify. Okay, no. Because it's Halloween, my song would be Somebody's Watching Me. But the one where it has the actual Ah, good ah, intro, ah. where it has the actual good intro that's like, when I, wait, I'm just an an average average man. man. With an average life. But my favorite part is actually the part that's like, Maybe showers remind me of Psycho too much. <laughs> yeah. That would be my song. Or w- something by King Princess because that concert was just iconic and so now I'm like on a kick with that. Yeah. So. Also, Rap God by Eminem. <laughs> we ate that song up before we started recording, let me tell you. Yeah, we were eating dinner and we were just like, <laughs> We sang every lyric. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me itch my back. Okay. No, Let's I, get some you... audio of that. Anyways, let's get started. Let's get started. Let's get it started. Ha! Let's get started. In here! So since today is the Halloween episode, we have a few, a fun, fun few Halloween little, little activities. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> little Halloween activities. Yeah. So the first one that we're going to start with, our moms are fucking dumb, (laughs) both of them. So they're not joining, but we're going to do Harry Potter. We had this whole plan. We were going to do a Harry Potter episode where we did Harry Potter trivia because both our moms love Harry Potter. Yeah. And if we got an answer wrong, then we had to tell them something that we like lied to them about when in high school or something. It would have been a spicy episode, but yeah. they but can't instead, do it. Instead, we'll just, whenever they fucking get a life and come on the podcast, we'll just have them do tea about themselves instead of doing tea about us. Yeah. And tonight, during the Harry Potter segment, we'll do tea about us. Ooh. So that's what we're going to start with. So our moms are just going to hear this tea live on air? 
Yeah. Whew. My mom doesn't even fucking listen to the podcast. I'll be like, did really? you listen? She's like, no, I meant to. Fake. My mom does. Fake bitch. And she gives me, like, analyses on it about what she liked <laughs> yeah, and didn't I like. Yeah, I thought that that part was good. I thought that that part was a Yeah, constructive slow. criticism. Yeah. All right. New segment in one, two, two three. three. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Our so, first segment. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go one at a time. Like I'm gonna read a question to Jordan with the computer, and then she's gonna answer. And if she can't get the answer right, then she has to reveal something about herself, and vice versa. Thing is, I don't have. I don't know if I have that many secrets though. So I don't know if this is gonna last that long. I'll think of something. Okay. To to ask you. Okay. okay. Look away. It. Can I look at the options? No. No. Yes. Look away. <laughs> um why was the whomping willow planted? What the fuck is that? The tree. The whomping willow oh. tree. I don't know a lot about the Harry Potter. Let's see. Um to protect Hogwarts from intruders. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> All right. Tell me something. What is... Have you ever snuck out of your house? Yes. Where'd you go? Um, I went to... Actually, one time, I went to Gillespie Fields with a boy. Gillespie Field is an airport. I fly planes there. And it's a place where little teenagers go to... Mm-hmm. But that's all we did, Mom. That's all we did, I swear. I solemnly swear. I see what you did there. All right, my turn. Pick a question. Okay. Um, what type of dragon did Harry face in his first Triwizard Tournament task? What was Mm. the name or kind of dragon? Um. Can I see the options? Okay. You read the options, didn't you? Yeah, but you didn't let me at first. Um. She guessed a, a Chinese, Chinese fireball. fireball. Let's see. I think it's the Hungarian, Hungarian horntail, yeah. Okay. Have you ever snuck out? Yeah. Um, but not, I only did it one time my whole life, and it was when I was already, like, an adult. It was when I was 19, and I wanted to go hook up with the girl I was dating, so I left my house, and I just... My friend was actually sleeping over at my house, and she was like, no, fucking go for it. So then I was like, okay. So I then mean, she just covered for me in the is morning. Is it sneaking out if you were home alone to start with? No, I wasn't home alone. No, I know, but for my sake. Yes, if your mom didn't know you left. Okay. But also, you were, like, a kid, too. So I, I feel like I snuck out. Like, I didn't tell my mom where I, I went. I was 17. But I didn't tell my mom where I went only because I couldn't think of a good reason why I would need to go to my girlfriend's house at 2 in the morning. Yeah. Um, And I just didn't want to tell her the truth. So... So I didn't tell her, but had I told her, I wouldn't have gotten in trouble. It would have just been awkward. But you would have gotten in trouble for that. So therefore, I think it counts as sneaking out. But that's the only time I've, like, left my house without yeah. telling my mom. Yeah. I was pretty good about that. She, like, has a lot of anxiety, so I didn't want to stress her out. Same. Yeah. Okay, your turn. Okay. This is going great. <laughs> um, Take a sip of my drink. My drink? My diet doctor kelp, here's some ASMR for you. Oh, here's a good one. Who is Harry's fifth year defense against the dark arts teacher? Fifth year, so remember try to remember the order of the movies. You have Sorcerer's Stone, Chamber of the Secrets, is, Prisoner um, of Azkaban, Goblet of Fire. And then what? Do you know what's fifth? Order of the Phoenix. No, I don't think so. Is yeah, it? Order of the Phoenix, Half Blood Prince. Oh, it is Order of the Phoenix. It is Order of the Phoenix. I thought for some reason it was called, um, whatever the fuck they named themselves. Their little club. It is Order of the Phoenix, you're right. I'm trying to think. So why do they... I know Order of the Phoenix is Umbridge and they, like, hate her, but I don't know if she's the dark arts teacher. No. Well, I... Oh. Is she? Yeah. Yeah! Because I forgot that at that part where she's like, you don't need your wands for this class. And they were like, what the fuck? I've only seen Order of the Phoenix once. I answered but that's that for all I know. you. I should have stopped talking. Well, but it'll count. Go ahead. My turn. We had some technical difficulties. We might have them again. Oh, yours isn't going. Okay. 
We had technical difficulties. The mics came unplugged. They might come unplugged again, so we'll see. Anyways, um, we left off on the umbrage question. I forgot how many questions in that was. It's fine. We'll just do a couple we'll more. We'll do, like, two more questions. And we'll try to make them hard so that we get more We juice. get the two. So it's your turn. Okay. We're going on a different website. Yeah. Um, let's see. Don't look. They get harder. Don't look. Um, Nate, you probably know this. Name all six Weasley children. Bonus points if you get the order correct. Okay. Percy? No, Percy's not first. No. Um, Fleur and... Who? The oldest one who marries Fleur. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll start from the bottom. Ron? No. Jenny, Ron, yeah. Fred, George, Percy, and the oldest... His name is... What's the name? You gotta, you gotta... Can you even tell me what letter it starts with? No. Why? It's like basically looking at the answer pool. Like if I saw it... B. B. Yeah. Fleur and... It's not Ben. No. Um, You have ten seconds. Bill! Yeah. (laughs) There it is. Ding, ding, ding! It's Bill what are the two pubs in Hogsmeade called? The two pubs? Yeah, the places they go all the time. I have no fucking clue. I'm gonna say you give up? You don't even want to try? They have them at Universal Studios. I've too. never been to Universal Studios. Well, I'm just saying they're popular. The the Bubbly Tavern. <laughs> and the... Yeah. The Bubbly Tavern. No. It's the Three Broomsticks. Okay. And Hogshead. Close enough. No. Oh. Alright, question. What is the most dangerous thing you've ever done? Okay. Like, just the worst decision you've ever made. Um, okay, this isn't... I don't know the worst decision I've ever made, but something that if I did make the decision would have been the worst decision. Um, one time me and my friend Ashley were at a little party, and we were trying to get an Uber home. And so we called the Uber, and the guy showed up, and he was kind of sketchy to begin with. Uh-huh. Um, and then, turns out, he was in the front. There were two big men in the back seats. And they were like, okay, one of you gets in the front, and one of you gets in the middle in the back. And we were just, like, kind of, like, <laughs> just, like, trying to, like, I don't even know. We were, like, 17. Oh, super scary. And then we tried calling her boyfriend to, like, because we were freaking out, but he didn't respond. So then we were just, like, sorry, like, not tonight or whatever. And then he was like, okay, stay safe, girls, and then zoomed away. And he zoomed away really fast. So if we got in that Uber, probably would have gotten, like, kidnapped or something. That's scary. Yeah. But also- But we are smart, so we did- the question, what's the worst decision you've I, I don't know! Made? I don't think I have one. Yes, you do. Do you have mine? No. Hmm. Worst decision I've ever made. Oh, um... I knew you had something. I had something. I... About me? No, about Oh. Okay. What came off the top of my head, um... I broke a boy's heart. Oh my god. That was the right decision, though. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna tell you guys a story. Let me know how you would perceive this. So I'm talking to this boy, right? It's kind of just like a little situation. Look at your dog, Rachel. I see. It's kind of like a situationship. Didn't think it was that serious. Um, he asked me to prom, and I said yes. And it started getting like a little more spicy in the relationship, but like not that much. And I could already tell that I wasn't really feeling it that much anymore. But we were still gonna go to prom together, and. Right before prom, he asked me to be his girlfriend, and in my social anxiety head, and also not wanting to ruin his prom night, I said yes, even though I knew that's what I didn't want, and then I broke up with him the next day. But if I- I didn't want to say no and then ruin his night, you know? I think you did the right thing. I think it would have been hard if you had said no right then. Then it would have just been so awkward the rest of the night. Yeah, and it would have ruined his prom. But then I guess I kind of got karma because then I didn't even get a prom. Yeah. So. 
so. It kind of like it so came you back to me. Fucked it up for everyone. I started COVID, guys. Sorry about it. Next question. <laughs> Is it my turn? Me to ask you a question, yeah. Okay. Name the six subjects every Hogwarts student is required to study during their first two years of school. Okay. Um, Defense Against the Dark Arts. Yeah. Potions. Yeah. Um. Oh. The plant one. Yeah. Um. Oh, flying? No. They had to take their flight lesson the first year. Well, it's not on this answer. Okay. What are the other ones? The six subjects charms. are astronomy, charms, defense against the, against the dark arts, herbology, history of magic, potions, and transfiguration. Okay. That's seven. What is the dumbest decision <laughs> that you've ever made? <laughs> um... No, say something else. We can't do that. <laughs> okay. What is the s- dumbest decision you've made? The dumbest thing I've ever done. Letting my ex drive my mom's car. She crashed and it. crashed it. Mm-hmm. My mom's brand new car. I was like a year old. Nice. That was the worst decision I've ever made. Why? Because I liked her. And I just did whatever she asked. You do anything for love. Yeah, that's probably the worst decision I've ever made. Okay. Okay. Well, oh, there's we're doing more? Yeah, let's do one more. Mm, this is a good one. It's really obvious when you think about it. I know you're going to say, I don't know, but when you think about it, it's really obvious. Harry and Ginny have three children. What are their names? I thought they only had one kid. No, um, the one that you got to watch go off to school. I'll give you a hint. Two boys, one girl. Okay, Albus. Yep. Severus is his middle name, so it's not Severus. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is Severus? No, no, no. Oh, yeah, okay. Albus. Think of one man and one woman who are really important to him. Lily. Mm-hmm. What's his dog name? I know his dad's. What's his dad's name? It is his dad's name. I know. I. What is his dad's name? Um, Lily and. Oh my god. James. Yeah. Yeah. You should have been out for that. Let's do a half spicy question. Okay, I stopped counting for you. Whatever, half spicy. Half spicy. Um, How old were you the first time you um, made out with a boy? 15. 15? Me too. Okay. Okay. Your turn. Last question. Okay. What is Luna Lovegood's father's name? Um, kind of weird. Yeah. What does it start with? X. Xander? No. I don't know. Xenophilius. Right. Lovegood. Right. Right. Question. Um, how old were you when you first um, did drugs? Um, Drink alcohol. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Alcohol? Yeah. I don't know. Little. Like, I would say the first time I was drunk. Okay, yeah, first time you got drunk. 14? Damn! Yeah, probably 14. Um, I went to parties a lot freshman year, weirdly. Yes, I did not. It's super weird. Okay, that was the Harry Harry Potter. Potter. Hope you liked it, guys. Yeah, also, just for fun facts, I'm a Slytherin. According to my last test that I took, it said I was a Hufflepuff, and then she laughed at me. Because it's stupid. What's wrong with a Hufflepuff? It's just boring. It means you have no personality. Hufflepuff is like the other one. The other woman! I'm just kidding. If you're a Hufflepuff, I love you. I just think Jordan's boring. <laughs> Bye!
hope you're dead! Every day I wake up and I hope you're dead! Okay, guys. The next segment is tarot readings. Let me get the cards. Like I just said, the next segment is tarot readings. Um, if you're on video, we have a set of tarot cards and a book that says The Ultimate Guide to Tarot. I know nothing about tarot cards, but Corinne does. Please don't flame me. I'm learning, okay? Got it? So what I need you to do is shuffle these up. Okay. I was about to do it for you. Hold my mic. Yes. Shuffle them up and just, like, set your intentions. Set your intentions. I'm going to play some, like, calming music in the background, okay? okay? Speak your intentions out loud. No. Just, like... It won't come true. Oh, my God. Okay. time that was my relaxing background music that sucks okay fuck you i have Um, a calming song okay now i need you to cut this deck in half okay amazing and then put it back together interesting then blow on them okay and then knock shuffle them a little more just like really get your energy in there because those are my cards. Mhm. 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 Okay. Okay. Now spread them out. Okay. And pick three really intentionally. Okay. Um. One. Two. Three. Okay. Yeah. She's gonna pick my cards. We're doing a past, present, future spread because I feel like that's what everyone always wants to hear. Um, I have this book, so I'm not going to be giving my interpretation because I don't want to sound stupid because I'm sure that someone listening to this probably knows more than I do. So I'm just going to read out of the book, okay? Can I play a song for, like, the- while you're looking it up? Yeah. Okay. Go. I got a tower upside down. Upside down tower. Bitch, that's so fucked. This is your past, but like, damn, the tower is just known to be like the worst card. Well, I have had a fucked past. So yeah, so the tower, the house of God, fate, the lightning. Um, it's ruled by Mars, which is the planet of war, which is my ruling planet, as I'm in Aries. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a symbol of chaos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's reversed meaning. When the tower is reversed, you may find yourself taking responsibility, even when you are blameless. It can also show you have held on to a career project or relationship that is not strong enough to stand the test of time. If you have clung to the past to protect yourself from reality, your fears may materialize. The tower's collapse is inevitable, so do not feel responsible for forces outside your control. Its impact is sudden and dramatic, and soon you will know exactly where you stand. Its wisdom message is to surrender. Surrender to what? Exactly. I have had a very fucked up past the past like year, so. Yeah, and it says the tower is a flame struck by lightning that has thrown two figures to the ground. A crown once atop the tower is blasted into darkness as nature sets her power over earth. In early French tarot, the card is named La Mission du, the House of God, calling to mind the burning of the Tower of Babel as divine retribution for our sins. A story told in the rabbinic text Midrash. So it's literally just like a, I'll show, a burning tower, and it literally just means like everything is falling apart. Okay. It's it's the devil's number. Um, yeah. That's great. I mean, that's honestly better than the upright meaning. Um, the upright meaning is intense. The reverse meaning just means like, I mean, it's saying you're, you're taking on responsibility, you're trying to hold on to things that are not within your control, you need to let things go, you need to surrender, and you need to not live in the past. Actually, I do have some things that that would apply to. Yeah. No, I mean, it's legit. 
But yeah, so that's your past. Okay. Would you like to flip your present card now? Yes. I won't do another song this time. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> this shouldn't have been in there. Oh, should I pick another one? Yeah. That's just like the... Uh, like a instruction card. card? Okay. I usually take it out. I forgot to. This one? Okay. Thanks. We have Page of Wands. Alright, and it's upright. So Page of Wands upright is the present card that Jordan has. Yes. Of my current state. Yes. So, for Page of Wands, it is the earth in the suite of fire. So, wands is the suite. Mm-hmm. And it's a fire page. This this card is, in, is earth. Okay. Um, it's upright meaning. Oh, it's long. Alright, ready? Mm-hmm. The Page of Wands in a reading brings good news about projects in any situation that requires negotiation. Messages, urgent emails, and phone calls keep you busy and may be demanding, but cool the fire a little and take a measured view before you react and assess just how much work you need to do. The atmosphere overall, however, is one of trust, and you can rely upon information you receive. Pages, with their youth, suggest young or new situations, from relationships to work. The, pages, the Page of Wands can bring a creative enterprise or job offer, and while the status of the job may not be as high as you might expect, the overall package may appeal, at least in theory. Do, however, check the details and practicalities before you agree to anything. As a person, a talkative, entertaining individual, the Page of Wands often turns up in a reading to denote a writer. His wand is his pen, his way to express himself in the world at large. Equally, he may be a marketing executive, salesperson, actor, or team manager, any role that relies on personality and great communication skills. This page is a hard worker, dedicated and enthusiastic and charming. He can influence others, just be aware that he can get bored easily and move on to whatever attacks him next. An additional interpretation of the page is a reunion with a friend or old, or old colleague with whom you will enjoy chatting and reminiscing. As the you card in a reading, express, your, express yourself. As an influence, if two or more pages fall close together, we don't, we don't know yet. Um, okay, so I think what I thought of when I was reading that was school. I got, like, work from that it one. It work, but, like, yeah. school is your work, you know what I mean? That's it's true. about, like, you have a lot of stuff, it's saying... You have a lot of messages, emails, phone calls that keep you busy, maybe demanding, but take a measured view before you react and says just how much work you actually need to do, because it's literally time to pick classes. You're meeting with yeah. a counselor. You just started a new relationship with a therapist. I, th I got a new therapist. Yeah. So I feel like this is all your present. You know, okay. You're dealing with starting school, you're dealing with a new, a new relationship. Literally. Yes. Um, so I can see that. I see that. You see that? I see that. I see that. Okay. I feel like that's what it's like. That makes sense. Yeah. Time for the third one. Mm -hmm. Your future. The Seven oh, of wow. Cups. Upright Seven of Cups is my third seven card. We're already at almost 40 minutes. Yeah, Damn. It's going to take forever to edit. Especially because <laughs> I have to edit the video too. Yeah. Alright, so Seven of Cups. The element is water. It's mm -hmm. Venus and... It, the astrological association is Venus and Scorpio. Venus, the planet of love. Um, number seven... And the key meaning is opportunities. Okay. So, um, the seven cups appear to float in the sky, and a dark anonymous figure seems to behold or even command them. Alright, so the upright meaning. Oh, here, I didn't show it to you guys. This is the seven cups. You can't really see it, but you get the idea. Seven cups. Choices and confusion. While the seven brings the potential for amazing opportunities, these options and offers are insubst insubstantial. At present, it's not clear what's feasible and what is fantasy, as everything feels up in the air, just like the floating cups on the card itself. Be discerning and find out what you can about each possible path, but ultimately you'll need to choose by paying attention to your instincts and emotions. This is not a test of logic. Go with the flow and trust your inner knowledge. Don't rush. In relationships, the card can show new doorways opening again as joint finances improve. The seven is also the card of the visionary and shows the beginning stages of a new project when anything is possible. Dreams and visions are additional interpretations. I think that's a pretty good yeah, card. Yeah, that does sound good. Like, imagine if that was your past card. That would yeah. make sense. Like, new opportunities, new re relationships. Yeah, that's what I think every time I do it. Like, I'm like, oh, this isn't, this, this isn't real. But then I'm like, imagine if you had just happened to pull that card mm -hmm. as your past. It wouldn't make sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, you're having some new relationships in your past. Yeah, and, like, things seem unclear right now, but they'll become clear. Like, whatever. Like, that wouldn't make sense. And it happens every single time I do this. Like, it's, like, shocking. Like, I'm like, I'm telling you, this shit works. Like, if it happened in any other pattern, it wouldn't make 
make sense. It's weird. It's weird. Like, I did one for my friend the day before she got married, and I wasn't sure, like, if I should, because it's kind of like... Yeah. I didn't know if I wanted to be her... Bear of bad news. Yeah, and it literally, the whole reading was about yin and yang, a male presence coming into her life, all this stuff. Like, if I got that card, something telling me a male presence is coming into my life, that would not make any fucking sense. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know men. I don't know any men. I don't want to know any men. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was really weird, and like, a yin and yang, like, that was weird, and it's just weird. It's weird. I'm it's a bit saying. spooky. Yeah, and I literally read it out of the book. Like, I don't make it up. Yeah. It's cool. Should we do your reading? Yeah, I want to. Yeah. So I have to do the same thing you did. Play, yeah. play me a relaxing song to shuffle the cards with. Okay, one second. Now, cut the deck in half. Put it back together. Blow on the cards with your intention. Knock three times. A. Now spread them out. And pick three intentionally. Okay. This is Corinne's tarot reading. The past. An upside down page of wands, which we already did the page of wands earlier. But it ha- it'll have a different. Well, yeah. Okay. Reversed page of wands. When reversed, the page of wands brings delays. Emails and other messages go astray and communications get complicated. As a person, the page reverse talks much like his upright counterpart, but the theme of the conversation is negative and rather relentless. Um, as the upright page holds fast to his goals, so the reversed so the reverse page won't let a morose subject drop. The card can also show stubbornness and an Ill- inability to listen to others' opinions. That's true. This page is fickle and does not follow through what he initiates. Eventually, his enthusiasm or obsession burns out, he becomes easily bored or distracted, and he leaves you to deal with any fallout. An additional meaning is, additional meaning is problems with literacy and can apply to a child or young person struggling with written communication or speech. I do feel like that sounds like me. Like, in my past, I've been... I haven't really been one to listen to other people's opinions. I start things that I don't finish. I get really bored. Keep switching schools because I get bored. I'll start a hobby and drop it because I get bored. I'll start dating someone, drop it because I get bored. Um, I feel like that sounds accurate. So yeah. I behaved up until this yeah. point, don't you think? <laughs> okay. We had to stop the recording for a second. Okay. This so. is your present card. A. Eight of Swords. Okay, an upright Eight of Swords. Upright meaning. This upright card shows feeling trapped. This may be due to a series of bad experiences and poor luck, and you begin to wonder if things can ever improve. You may be anxious due to an unsatisfactory bond with an individual or an organization. Specifically, you may be trapped by a credit agreement that leaves you in little money for yourself. This unfortunate Eight of Swords commonly reveals problems in careers in the intellectual or mental realm, showing frustration and at its most extreme, panic. Hemmed in and unhappy, you may be finding it impossible to do your work to your satisfaction due to unreasonable demands or disorganized management. Also, there may be a sense of conversations going on behind closed doors that you are not party to, so you feel isolated or even vulnerable. This card commonly arises in readings to show someone who is in a role that doesn't suit them, but they are under pressure to conform, such as working in the family business or taking a course because it will lead to a profession, although it isn't what they love doing at all. Bitch. Think about that. I'm not done reading. Keep going. Many creatives and light workers go through this experience of not fitting in, but it takes time and confidence to find your path. You can release yourself from these bonds, but it will take determination. You may need to swallow your pride and ask others for support 
and advice. On a social level, the Eight of Swords can show you feel humiliated and ignored, and you feel others you fear others' attitudes attitudes toward you. An additional meaning of the card is illness and incapacity. Again, this does not imply permanent disability, but a phase of physical restriction. That's so wild because when you think about it, literally the biggest thing going on in my life right now is trying to figure out whether I want to go to school or flight train. But everyone wants me to go to school because I'm supposed to have my degree. Yeah. What I really want to do is flight train, but like I don't have the money. I'm trapped because I've committed to school financially already, so I spent so much money on it that it'd be like a waste not to get my degree, but it also wastes my time. So I'm stuck for two years doing that, even though it's not what I want to do. And my mom is making me do it. So that could be the relationship that mm-hmm. feels like pressure because I'm like resenting her because she's making me do something I don't want to do. Right? Yeah. That's my present. That, that's your present. Yeah. Yeah. Key meaning restriction. That's wild. You are restricted. Literally every, I, there's a list in my, in my living room that I'm writing right now of things, it says things I want to do because I'm starting to like not be able to differentiate between what I want to do and what I have to do. Mm-hmm. Nowhere on that is school, but what do I do every day? Fucking school. school. I want to flight train. That's what I want. Anyways, that's funny. That makes sense. Yeah. Let's okay. see your future. A seven of wands. That's a fun little person on there. Seven of wands, upright meaning. (sighs) I hate reading out loud. You're doing fine. (sighs) Okay. The seven of wands reveals obstacles in your path, but you will keep going and overcome them. Success is in reach. The card is particularly relevant to work and career matters and highlights all negotiations. Regardless of how difficult the conversation becomes, there's a need to keep talking and stay in conversation until you are satisfied with the outcome. You will need to stand tall, and by being very clear on your position, you can win. There's a noble aspect, too, about this card, and it often comes up in a reading to show you you may be defending others, not just your own interests. In this sense, the Seven of Wands is the card of the advocate, and you may find you need to stand up for those who are not able to speak for themselves. Morality is is important to you now, so the Seven of Wands shows you may become a spokesperson for a group, such as a committee or jury. The task is an easy one, but you will persist. In relationships, there are hurdles, and you may need to fight for love. This can only this can be only temporary, however, so by all means stand up for your relationship in the short term, provided you are sure your partner will return to your loyalty. So stand up for yourself. Yeah. It says fight for what you want and you'll get it. Yeah. This could relate to with like your flight school yeah, with your mom yeah. and stuff. You, you gotta stand up. With your career. Yeah, you gotta stand up and be like, Ayo Ma. Ayo Ma. I wanna be a pilot. I don't know why she isn't more into that. Like, you can go wherever you want for free. It's also a very dangerous, um, career. Anyways. <laughs> it is, but, like, not once you know how. That's like, true. Like, you, by the time you're flying for an airline, you're prepared to basically handle any emergency besides a straight-on crash, and there's so many things preventing that. Like, crashes are so rare. It's, like... You wouldn't tell a taxi driver, like, you have such a dangerous career, but what they do is way more dangerous than being a pilot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, taxi drivers should be getting paid more than pilots. With, like, you think Um, they're getting paid more for the danger. I guess. Like, for the risk. But also, it takes a lot more training to become a pilot than a cab driver. No, yeah, but I'm saying, like, if if it's like, oh, but you get paid a lot because of the risk. Like, there are definitely jobs way more dangerous that don't get paid nearly as much. You Interesting. Know. Yeah. Being a teacher. I was just gonna say being a more teacher. Teachers die every year than pilots. That's teachers should get paid so much more. Yeah. They're literally risking their lives. Yeah. And like, especially with a job like like danger that like that, like for me, like if I die in a plane crash, it's because I did something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I made a mistake. Anyways, this is not the time to talk about gun control. No. But we will saying... have. We can have an episode on that if yeah. you guys want. Just saying, it is dangerous, but it's not that dangerous. Yeah. Like, you think about it, you know what I mean? So. So. I want to do it. Mom, are you listening to this? No, you're not. But I want to do it. So that so was, that was our tarot readings. They were accurate. Yeah, I feel like they were. They. I feel like if you learned something about yourself. I think so. I feel like I did too. Yes. That was a very, like, 
weak but also a strong high five at the same time. It was good aim, but like, yeah, bad power. like no oomph. no torque. Torque. Okay. I learned about torque at school. Torque. Remember that episode of Glee where it was like the torque? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. What was the next segment we were gonna do? Um. I have costumes. I don't know what that means. American Psychoanalysis and Smasher Pass Ranking Halloween Villains. Okay, let's do the we American can... Psychoanalysis. Yeah, okay. So we are going to talk about my costume, which is Patrick Bateman from the movie American Psycho. And we decided to do this because we already assessed Tate in the American Horror Story episode. Yeah. If you haven't listened to that, go listen to it. But if you want to know my thoughts, our thoughts on my character... Yeah, and my main takeaway is I'm a film major, yeah. so I take a lot of classes with those film bros. I'm very concerned now yeah, for those guys that say they like this movie and like genuinely like, like, like not in like a satirical way, like actually like this movie. I'm very concerned. Because the movie itself... It must be satire. Right? I, it is. It's satire. But people don't talk about it like that. Like, no. Be like, I love Patrick Bateman. He's such a good villain. I'm like, wait, what? He's literally a misogynistic piece of shit. And I don't think that anyone would directly deny that, but I think that, that men might be a little bit too um, comforted. Yeah. By his thoughts. Like, if a man really loves that movie, you have to think, what, like, if you want, if you're gonna love something, you relate to it. You know what I mean? What are you relating to in American Psycho? Like, did I think it was good? Like, yeah. It was I, a good movie. But I'm not gonna walk around being like, that's my favorite movie. Like, yeah. that really spoke to me. What is it speaking to you besides, don't wear that outfit again. Don't wear that outfit again. So I have to return some videotapes. You. Like, what? Like, I'm glad that I watched it, but it's not one that I'm going to, like, keep... Like, I'll watch it maybe again on, like, Halloween season, but it's not one that I'm like, American Psycho! Yeah, so I definitely agree, like, if I... And, and like, also it's just different, because, I, like, the lens we see it through is... Yeah. But, like, for men to be fucking with that movie is weird. Like, that's yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. didn't he start eating them at the end, too? Like, he just, like... I don't think it shows him, but he, like, confessed to eating them when he was, like, on the phone with, like, his lawyer or whatever. Yeah. He said that he ate them. Yeah. Because, like, at first it started out with him just being, like, jealous of, like, the more professional businessmen than him, and he would, like, kill the ones so he could be, like, the better businessman. And then he just started killing women. Yeah, like, that part at the end, when, she, when that one girl who, like, we saw a few times... Is like trying to run out of his room. Yeah. Dead women ever. Like, that's hard to watch. Yeah. Should not be your favorite. No. Although, like, I wouldn't say that, you, like, your horror, your favorite movie being a horror movie is a red flag, because like, they're fucking fun. But that one. That one in particular, especially if you are a man. Yeah, because they're trying to make, like, a point. I mean, obviously, that's what satire is. Yeah. A point on society. But I feel like some people don't yeah, see that. Like, the reason that they thought it was like worth it enough to make a satirical movie about that point is because it's real men really think yeah act like that unfortunately yeah so all in all it made me more afraid of men yeah i walked away from that movie more afraid of men what about you i, I would say the same yeah yeah so that's our analysis from two girls who have never previously seen american psycho and i'm glad because i don't think i would have had the to understand it was satire i didn't understand that glee was satire for years I, I still can't even tell. Like, I thought they were so serious. Sometimes I can't even tell. Yeah. I think sometimes they forget. Yeah. Sometimes the plots are, like, serious and they treat it seriously, but then sometimes but serious. Sometimes it's, like, supposed to be serious, but it's not. Um, For example, Blaine singing cough syrup while in the... Yeah! With a montage when the, the other dude is about to hang himself. Yeah. That was that not... <laughs> We don't need a musical number while there's a suicide scene going on. But we do need to hear Bohemian Rhapsody when Quinn is giving birth. That yeah, is the best like scene of television that I have ever seen yeah, in my life. Yeah, when she's harmonizing, like, she's like, they're oh, like, let me go! Let me go! Like that, like, I needed that. I watched that for the first time, and I was, like, I was mind blown. Speaking of giving birth, I watched The Crown today, um, like, the one on Netflix. Yeah. And it was... The scene was of the queen giving birth to her third child, Andrew, the one who ended up being a predator. Anyways, um, and she, they just put her to sleep. 
they put her to sleep. She was asleep, and they just pulled the baby out. Is that an option? Hmm. Is that a fucking option? Because this like it wasn't in, even a C-section. No, they just like this went was in, in there. Nineteen fifty, and they just put her to sleep, and they just got the clamps, and then they pulled the baby out. She d- asleep. Because I mean, your body's like already contracting. Like it's already kind of doing the work on its own. Yeah. Is this an option? What the fuck? I would possibly get pregnant if I could do that. Yeah, she was just sleeping. They literally called it, like, um, night blink or something, and hmm. they put it in her vein, and she went to bed. And then, like, she wakes up later, and the baby's, like, all in its little crib. It's like, I don't want to have a C-section. Well, I don't want to have kids in general, but if I did, I would not want to have a C-section. I would not want to give birth naturally. Also, being pregnant sounds terrifying to me. Yeah. But and I- having a child. I was watching that scene, like, when my jaw dropped. Like, I was like, what the f- like, what I the doubt, frick? I doubt they would just, like, make that up, though. You know what I mean? Like, they try to be, like... Yeah, it's, like, accurate. Yeah, like, I feel like they don't try to be, like, historically accurate, but, like, I do feel like they wouldn't just do... Like, they yeah. kind of accurate. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if that's not how the queen gave birth, they would use the opportunity to show how the queen actually would give birth, you know? Well, we so, can't ask her about it anymore. I just miss her so much. Uh, I miss her so much. I think about her every day. Um, yeah. So if someone could figure that out for us, that would be great. Yeah, let us know. If that's true, why doesn't everyone get to do that? would be awesome. But then at the same time, can you really trust the hospital to not fuck with your baby? I was gonna say, there's probably a chance of, like, hurting the baby when that's happening if they take little clamps and just... But then would they have done it to the queen? That's a great question. That is our total question for you guys to think about on your own and discuss. Write a two-page essay and get back to us with it. it. MLA format, um, word count. Yeah. If you're really feeling frisky, I would accept um, the other format. A APA? Yes. I honestly don't know what that is. If you want to make it more scientific. Yeah. Um, works cited page. Double, uh, double space. Um. So, we'll include Hannah on the... Yeah. Our friend is on her way over, um, so we're gonna do the last segment with her when she gets here, which is going to be, um, very soon, but the segment is gonna be ranking, um, Halloween villains. Yeah. And Smasher Pass. Yeah. Like we always do. Yeah. We love Smasher Pass talking about where we would or would not put our dicks be right back put like a transition we're back hey we have guests guests. did we even say we were gonna have guests before yeah we said we were gonna have our friend oh yeah friends uh, plural what's your name introduce my name is hannah i'm john what's the worst diarrhea you both have ever had Probably when I was like eight, and I uh, got food poisoning at a um, Sizzlers. Oh, okay. have you ever peed your pants in, in elementary school or high school? I mean, in elementary for sure. Like not in How recent times. Uh, no, I'm not in high school. Um, my worst diarrhea was definitely last December when I was mm. throwing up and violently shitting oh. myself. And Did you eat something time? weird? I had only eaten. Uh, well, eaten is not the right word. I'd only drank a monster and taken three ibuprofen. Ooh. Mm. Nice. When's the last time you peed your pants? Probably middle school. Yeah. I'm not lying. You're lying piece of shit. When was it? <laughs> it was in middle school. Okay. <laughs> um, when was the first time you both made out with someone? Is that mine? Yes. Yeah. Go Sean, get it. Can you go get it? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> How old were you when you first made out with someone? 18. Nice. Late. We'll wait for the next. <laughs> Don't be rude. <laughs> when, was, when was the first time you made out with someone? Yeah, how old, how were, old you? were you? Um, how old 17. Are you now? How old are you now? 21. That's really interesting. <laughs> how old were you? Yeah. 15. Me too. Okay. When was the first time you had sex? Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You don't have to answer that. Unless you want to. Unless you want to. I'm happy refraining. Okay. Okay. What else do we really talk about? <laughs> this is our second guest. What did we talk about with Isaiah? High school. 
I don't want to. We don't. I don't want to talk about that again. Okay, I think you were properly introduced. Okay. What's your middle names? Ashley. Warren. Oh. Okay. Okay. Like Have you ever seen Lisa Bond? Interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> so you hate women. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. He said just kidding. Okay. So we're gonna do our last segment of the day. Smash or pass villains. Yeah. Smash or pass and ranking. Yes. Kind of. So we've made a list. We've made a list. Yeah. It's a um, very short list. It is short. I added a couple. We can very think of it list. as we go. Don't be rude to our guests. I really just told her she was a short list. How does that even mean? What does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know, but it's probably mean. <laughs> okay. This one, I don't know. Corinna's Villanelle. Smash. Ten. I don't know who that is. I'll play an edit. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Song. <laughs> okay. Smash. Okay. Ten. Your turn. Smash or pass? I don't know. <laughs> I can't face. I can't face <laughs> another two edits. Um. <laughs> like a. She's a Russian assassin. Who's a lesbian who wears a tux. Eight. Oh. Smash. Oh. Your turn. Pass. And he's homophobic. Jordan? <laughs> I'd say a smash, but like like a six or seven. Okay, next. Interesting. I pulled the list. Um, Tate Langdon. Have you guys watched American Horror Story? Yes, I've watched this. Okay. So I'm dressed as. Pretend, okay, imagine Look this. at me. Smash Evan Peters. <laughs> blonde, a boy, Peters. blonde, a boy, and Evan Peters. Yeah. Do you know Evan Peters? No. Jeffrey Dahmer? Evan <laughs> Peters. He's in this. He's in WandaVision. Yeah, he is. He's um, Peter, whatever his name is, Pietro. Um, Smash seventeen. <laughs> Smash six. He is a rapist and a school shooter. Okay. <laughs> he's also fictional. Yeah, well, that's true. Evan Peters. Smash. Evan Peters is Evan real. Peters he's real. Tate. Smash. Six. That, that's fair. I'm gonna agree. Okay. I would still smash. I'm gonna agree with Corinne. Okay. Well, Josh. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm about to do a solid pass on that one. Okay. Who that game? <laughs> For the right man, maybe. Interesting. <laughs> maybe maybe he'll come up on this list. Jordan like this. <laughs> okay. Number when three. You play that bag. All both of our faces were like. <laughs> okay, number three is Patrick Bateman, aka me. Pass. Imagine. He is a very misogynistic dude. And he's not that cute. I think he is. <laughs> oh. I had not seen that man before. You guys. How about you? Have you seen American Psycho? Yeah. Smash or pass? Pass. We're asking him about men. So, have an open mind. <laughs> I showed him Bill and I showed him Bill and L. Still pass. <laughs> she said smash. <laughs> no, 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 that's not worse enough. Okay, um, Patrick Bateman. I am. I will say smash, but like a one. Like he's a really bad person, but he's very hot. So he's fucking horrible, but smash. <laughs> okay, smash Christian Bale then. Who's that? The, the actor. actor plays him. Oh, smash ten. But what about Patrick Bateman? Ate them. He ate them. He did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did eat them. Next, Jacob Black from Twilight. <laughs> Please begin. Me? Yeah. No, yeah. why can't you begin? No, you begin. Okay, I'm gonna give him a four pass. I, I don't I like Taylor Lautner that much. No. Yeah, I'm gonna pass. Smash. Smash! Yeah, we found it! Smash! Smash! <laughs> oh, shit. That was horrible. I'm gonna say... When I was like ten, I would have said smash. Just assaulting each other out here. Um, when I was ten, I would have said smash, but now. The next segment, we're gonna wrestle. Yeah, but now it's a pass. Team Edward all the way. Yeah, pass Edward, Jacob Black. Edward, smash five. Or pass. Smash. One hundred. One hundred. One million. One hundred million thousand. Yeah. Fucking eat me. 
Eat me. Yeah. Eat me out. Eat me alive. I don't care. Eat me. Bella. <laughs> <laughs> okay, any other okay. thoughts on Jacob Black? Okay. Grow up. Um <laughs> Next is Dean from Gilmore Girls. Have you guys seen I've, Gilmore Girls? It's Jerry Padalecki. Yeah. Have you seen Supernatural? Yeah, Sam. Yeah. Sam from Supernatural. Pass, bro. Smash, 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 smash. Okay, okay, okay. Pass. Smash. Smash as Sam, but pass as Dean from no, Gilmore I Girls. No, I would smash both, and then... Maybe smash Dean in I the beginning. I wouldn't smash Jared Padalecki, because he's actually a piece of shit. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Oh, I don't know the two. I don't know the two either. I still pass. He just seems like one. He's he got, looks like, too much like tattoos. me. Oh. It would be weird. It'd be weird if him and I had sex because we look the same. You have the same haircut, yeah. yeah. I just feel like you're so hot, and you'd be like, you're so hot, and it would feel <laughs> we like we look the same. <laughs> like, well, it's a mirror. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, Very next. Cool. It's like in American Psycho when he's fucking those girls, but looking in, look the, in mirror, the mirror like, like oh, that's oh, exactly what it would be like. Yeah, <laughs> but looking at each other, but it's still yeah, like, absolutely. Like, oh. <laughs> 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 and okay. we would have a serious fight over who's topping because I would not let that man top me. <laughs> he would probably bottom. Next up, Voldemort. <laughs> okay, you can choose Voldemort or young Tom or like Tom Riddle. Like. I thought you were gonna say or young, and I was like, uh. <laughs> young Trung or Voldemort. <laughs> Voldemort. You can put me on record for that, Voldemort. Voldemort. You can choose regular Voldemort or Tom Riddle, like human form. Didn't we only see him as a child though? What is he? No, like? we saw we him as like a. Chamber of Secrets. When he's like smash. older with his little like Tom Riddle. Brown, like, Tom Riddle. Tom yeah, Riddle. smash. <laughs> I'd smash Voldemort too. Really? I don't know. Maybe. Because, like, little, like, little. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna pass. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Okay. Like, when he grew back. <laughs> Not when he was, like, a little, like, baby. No, like, no, I'm saying, like, when he grew back, like. Who knows? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you get it. Okay. Yeah, Smashing or sure. passing? I'm passing. Passing? I smashed Tom Riddle. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, we have two more. Okay. Joker, you can choose which one. Smash, all of them. Smash Heath Ledger. Smash. Pass Jared Leto. You would smash the Jared Leto? No. No, not Jared Leto. As the Joker, though, yeah. Smashing Heath Ledger, 100%. I don't know any other Jokers. The new one. Oh, the, what's his name? Joaquin Phoenix. Pass. Harley Quinn, smash or pass. Smash. 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 No, no. <laughs> I Carly. <laughs> Carly. <laughs> You're both the day, Carly. Guys, I wasn't allowed to watch Nickelodeon. Yeah. Have you seen SpongeBob? No. Aww. Have you seen Victoria? Aww. Have you seen like <laughs> Drake and Josh? I, no, I've seen like miscellaneous episodes from all of them, but like not enough. Interesting. Hmm. Never Popperman pass. Pass. Okay. Okay. You'll rule the day. You'll rule the day, Carly Shay. President Snow. You'll pass. Pass. Are you gonna smash him? I didn't think about it. Okay, what about, um, <laughs> what's his name? Seneca Crane? Smash. Yeah. That, like, beer thing? Fuck yeah. I love it. Oh my god. Cinna? Cinna. <clears throat> so hot. But he's not a villain. Finnick. No, that one girl. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thought you were gonna say no one's Finnick. That girl, the one who wears the tree costume, takes him off, and she's like, "Oh, fuck you guys! Fuck this!" What's her name? And the one from the first movie, Crow. What's her name? Oh, you know what I'm talking about. I know. She's hot too. Guy who, the girl who plays Orphan. Yeah. Clove. Clove. Yeah. Smash. Hunger Games cast, smash. We're all the female villains. Let's think of more. You got Villanelle. Yeah, none of you knew the fuck that was Umbridge. You oh, Chris Umbridge, uh, pass. Pass. Um, oh, Bellatrix Lestrange. Smash. 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 Yeah. smash. 
Okay. Um, okay, out of all these villains, which one is the most smash? Like, most which smashable? Which one, said, is the most smashable? You can um, only have one. We have Villanelle, Tate Langdon, Patrick Bateman, Jacob Black, Dean from Gimmel Girls, Voldemort, Joker, Neville Papperman, Harley Hunger Quinn, Games. The, Har- the Hunger Games characters. And, yeah. Um, Umbridge and Bellatrix. That'll be Harley Quinn. I'm gonna say Tate Langdon. Me too. I'm gonna go Harley Quinn as well. Ah. Okay. Well. Alright, the room is divided. It's a little tense in here. <laughs> I'm about to go down. <laughs> I'm about to fight each other after this, not gonna lie. Yeah. That's the episode, guys. Yeah! Yeah!